one guest, 10 songs, 10 reasons. Music was my first love on Radio Glamorgan. My guest today on Music Was My First Love is Wales radio broadcaster Jason Harold. And we'll chat with Jason after we hear his first choice from Carly Simon. This is Right Thing To Do. Jason Howard, welcome to Radio Glamorgan and Music was my first time. Thank you very much indeed. Very nice to be here. Tell me about Carly Simon's Right Thing to Do. I, do you know, I don't know that much about why I like it. I remember hearing it when I was very young and I seemed on the radio at the time um, because both from uh, the album No Secrets, there was this track and You're So Vain. Yeah. And I remember the right thing to do being on the radio and I remember people... When, when Your So Vain was all over the radio and uh, just people were raving about it. But then this was released and it just it just blew me away. I think from the, the opening piano line, just just an amazing song. I think it's, it's beautifully sung. I think it's beautifully written, beautifully produced, which I will tell you now, here and now for these selections, I am all for the production in songs. That's, that's basically what, what really, when they say, oh, do you like, do you like the music? Do you like the lyrics? I, I love the production. I, I, I don't really mind what the theme is. If the production's great, fantastic. But with her being a brilliant, brilliant songwriter, mm. when mm. you then get, and she's got the voice, yeah. and you get the production right, you can't lose. No, certainly not with that track anyway. So always been one of my favourite since i was about six or seven really have you always been a music lover yes yes i was there was always music in my house because for the first eight years my mum dad and i we live with my grandparents so my grand was always singing around the house and my dad was a guy who was into jazz and skiffle so he has loads that i've still got them the the, the lonnie donegan little 10 inch albums load of Chris Barber singles, yeah. and uh, he was also into New Orleans jazz. So it was quite an eclectic mix because my, my mum was was into things like Jim Reeves and Perry Como. So there was there was always a lot of music. So, yeah, so I, it's difference. kind of... Yeah, but my dad also liked Buddy Holly and The Shadows. So there, there, was, there was a bit of uh, an eclectic an eclectic sound to my, uh, my very early years. And so were you the eldest? Uh, there's only me. I'm, oh, there's I'm, only the, I'm the only one. Yeah. So I suppose when when you didn't have brothers or sisters and your mates were were off doing other things, I uh, I had my first record player when I was five years old. So from then on in, it was uh, it was playing records. It won't surprise you to know that this isn't the first time God only knows has appeared on someone's music it was my first i'm, I'm so sorry i can only no, apologize really? it's it's a it's obviously a love actually thing because i'm going to be one of these people say oh well i was into it years and years ago <laughs> uh one of my my favorite it, it was a toss-up between this and in my room for the beach boys which both are great songs and again brian wilson is just the master of production he yeah. learned from the best he was a he was a phil specter fan and it's it's and i know you could it's easy to go for good vibrations but i i think just just the sentiment behind behind uh, the beach boys god only knows is is really what does it for me as well as the production god only knows what i'd be without you if you should ever leave me how did your interest in a radio career start ah that's a good question i always used to listen to i'm of the the age where you'd listen to junior choice with ed stewpot stewart on a Saturday and Sunday morning. The late great. Yeah. Uh, but also, uh, I'm told that... Well, no, I actually remember this, that there was uh, there was one morning getting ready for school, and I was really quite young. Again, I'd, I'd probably be about five or six, and it was a dark morning. And my mum was getting me ready for school, and Terry Wogan was on it. And he always used to do 
back in his first kind of spell on uh, on on Radio Two, the getting people fit. And this one particular morning... Fight the fab. Whatever I it was called. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, uh, I was standing on the chair, and my mum was getting me ready, and he was getting his listener to do facial exercises. And apparently, <laughs> while my mum was getting me ready, I was doing the facial exercises <laughs> and doing all the, you know, these, this gurning. And uh, I remember my mum laughing at me because of something that happened on the radio. I don't know whether that struck a chord, and I thought, hmm, maybe there's something in this, this radio and entertainment lark. But it uh, it certainly it certainly was there, but then mushroomed when when everybody was given uh, commercial radio mm. stations in uh, in certain areas. So I think it just went from there. Really, you it, it was it was it was, a, it was an interesting music that because you go and search out music you want to listen to and you you're actively listening to the radio and you kind of you you kind of think oh yeah this this is probably quite a cool job to do and i think it, it was probably ingrained in me from from quite early but it's always something i wanted to do definitely as as a teenager and who were the the heroes was it wogan and stuart uh terry wogan was although i suppose when you're that age i it probably wasn't um mature or old enough to appreciate how good he was mm. But with certainly with the advent of local radio, where I grew up in in the West Midlands, we had Les Ross on uh, on BRMB. Uh, there was also uh, Beacon Radio as well, which was in uh, Wolverhampton in the Black Country. Had people there like Gordon Ashley and Pete Wagstaff and Chris Ashley, who also broadcast down here on on the old Red Dragon mm. Touch. So it was it was characters like that really that you could you could hang your hat on and think. You know what they're doing is is not just oh here's another gag by tony blackburn yeah. who again though who again i have to say some of his jokes are awful but listening to him he always made you at least raise a smile so yeah he's one of the few broadcasters who uh for me you're allowed to hear his smile i think so because he's always talked i think with a smile in his yeah. voice that is probably that's probably the secret of his longevity yeah. to be honest Tell us about your third choice, Hard to Beat. Oh, Hard Fire. Well, this is my go-to song, to be honest. And it's something that, if you're happy and you want to celebrate something, put Hard to Beat on. If you're a bit down, you need a pickup, put on Hard to Beat. <laughs> Somebody's annoyed you, put on Hard to Beat. Somebody's making you happy, put on Hard to Beat. It's it's a go-to song. And again, the drums, the shouty vocals, really, that uh, add to the production of this for me. Hard to Beat. You found your way to Red Dragon FM, mm. now Capital, for 16 years, becoming one of the longest-serving breakfast presenters. Is broadcasting at breakfast different to any other hour of the day? Oh, absolutely. That doesn't make make it any more important by any stretch of the imagination, not in the eyes of the listener anyway. Yeah. Certainly in the eyes of the management, uh, particularly the sales manager, who likes you to get some numbers in so they can charge their, their advertisers a premium rate if you're if you're dragging the uh, the listeners in but it's it's a different just a totally different animal it's something i always wanted to do and to do it for the length of time that i actually did was was one pretty freakish but also probably an an absolute pleasure to do because you get up and you very rarely even though it's kind of the 63rd of January and it's <laughs> minus four outside and you've got to scrape your car at sort of like 10 to 5 in the morning. You think, well, once I'm in a nice warm studio drinking tea, 
and talking and playing songs it's it's fine it never ever hardly feels like work which uh, which is great uh, but it is a totally different animal because what you've got to remember people are waking up and you're probably the first voice that they hear yeah. if, if they've set a radio alarm like they did in the old days now everybody wakes up to their phone uh, if you set a radio alarm like you did in the old days your your voice would probably be the per- first voice somebody heard even before they spoke to the person next to them, yeah. so you know it's it's quite it's quite a it's it's quite a privileged thing to to be able to do. But there must have been days. You must have the odd day where you just feel you can't wake up. Uh, when I say can't wake yes. up, you get up, but you yes. really just. Oh yeah, there, there are days when you do feel sluggish because the thing that uh, I always found was that I I was and I'm not so much now. I don't do earlies. Is that you become totally obsessed with sleep? You think mm. right when I get out of here. What have I got to do? Will I be able to have a nana nap this afternoon? <laughs> and and then will that mean I can go to bed at a reasonable adult time rather than say seven or eight o'clock in the evening? So you yeah. do become a little bit obsessed with sleep, but it's let me tell you, it's it's well worth the obsession. And you talk about the salespeople wanting numbers. Mm. They used to talk about it being Radio One's flagship show, but I think on the majority of radio stations, national and local their flagship what they push everything to do is breakfast yes yeah 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 indeed everything goes through that because then that that sets your audience up for the rest of the day yeah and you know you need as a breakfast presenter you need the daytime audience as much as they need your audience yeah. it's a two-way thing for your next choice jason the most played artists on this show which wouldn't surprise anyone the beatles with the long and winding road i think you know as a beatles fan which i am I tend to favour the songs that Paul sings rather than John or anybody else, or George and certainly Ringo sing. Maybe I'll forgive him Octopus's yes. Garden and Yellow Submarine uh, because that takes you back to Junior Choice that we were talking about earlier. But again, the production values on it are just second to none and I think Paul McCartney puts in just a wonderful vocal performance on this. The long and winding road I know it's only a small thing, but that, yeah, 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 at the end makes it. Oh, definitely. Really yeah, don't worry about it? all the strings yeah. and the cellos and everything. It's the yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it wouldn't be a Beatles song if it didn't no, have it a yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No, let's be honest, would it? Now, some American funk from the SOS band and the Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis written and produced track, Just Be Good To Me. Mm. Is this where your music tastes lie, or is it this particular track? I don't have it. So, what are you into? And I don't think that doing the the job i've done for as long as i've done it uh you you can have one particular favorite strand of music because down the years you just get so many genres and fads and fashions in music that come at you that you've kind of got to embrace it all some of you embrace more than others yeah. there are there are certain certain songs that come out probably at a certain time in your life now this particular song came out when i was what 18 so you can imagine I was just into, well, not really going to clubs, but certainly going out. 
And if you were in a bar and the, and the SOS band came on, it was just it. I just again the production, the vocal style, probably more than the lyrics, just just blew me away. It didn't make me any luckier while I was in a bar trying to chat somebody up and be all cool <laughs> and sophisticated. Now, you can't do that when you're eighteen. You got acne, no. but you know you can give it a go. Sometimes you have to take one for the team and and do the walk of shame back to your mates. But uh, certainly this was a song of its time. That certainly it's well for me. It survived a couple of cover versions. Uh, not all good, but it's uh, it's the it's the standout song really from from my my 18th year I would You're listening to another edition of Radio Glamorgan's Music Was My First Love with broadcaster Jason Harold choosing ten of his favourite tracks. This is the self-preservation society. This is the self-preservation society. Go wash your German venture by race too. The Italian Job is just my all-time favourite film. I remember seeing it when I was very young, after it had been on in the cinema, it was on the telly, and of course you only like what you like, really, when you're a kid. You don't actually sit down and, and go through the TV or the Radio Times or the, the newspaper schedules. I remember my mum got the telly on and the Italian Job was on, I wasn't paying much attention to it, until the minis did the heist yeah. <laughs> and they started leading the Italian police on this wild goose chase which uh, which went into the Italian Alps and I was just hooked I've been what I've, I've been hooked ever since I watch it when it's on the telly I've got it on DVD I, I probably somewhere have the Corgi collection of minis that they bought out a few years ago and uh, it's the 50th anniversary of it is of it course really? this year yeah but that is that's just one of my that's one of my favorite driving songs I don't drive like they did in the Italian <laughs> job if you're listening officer uh, just as a disclaimer, but yeah, it's uh, it's a superb track. It doesn't never fails to make me smile. And when you talk about big productions, mm. uh, Quincy Jones, Quincy Jones, who we were talking uh, talking off air earlier about uh, about Thriller and uh, how he put his stamp on that. Just a marvelous, marvelous producer and musician. Yeah. How did you end up with Smooth Radio? Um, probably age. I would have thought. <laughs> Can you imagine, imagine me on Capital or, uh, or yeah, it's, it's just all, all style, really. And Smooth is, when it first started, it, it was, of course, owned by the, uh, it was a sister station to Real Radio. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was a different sound to how it is now. But, of course, now it's, it's gone under the global umbrella. And I suppose as you, as you move through, as you move through the gears of life, I suppose it's, it's a natural progression. I, I quite like it because I'm, I'm one of the juniors on there. So it, it suits me, <laughs> suits me down to the ground. Your next choice on this edition of music was my first love is from Australian rock band Icehouse. What can you tell me about Crazy? Well, it again is just a song that I, I love the, the guitar at the start of it and I, uh, I like the lyrics, I like the sentiment. It, it bears no, and, and I can only apologise for this because I'm sure you get people come on here and tell you, oh, this means so much, this is when my, my child was born, yeah. this is when I got married, etc., etc., this is when I fell in love, this is what broke my heart. It's just purely the fact that if I'm working and something new I hear on uh, on a radio station that maybe I don't work for, and it's just something that just makes you go, "Wow, I've I've got to turn this up." And when I first heard this, it, again, it was it was just one of those songs. To anyone who wants to be a radio broadcaster, or even don't. Uh, 
<laughs> don't, if you're going to ask me what's here, don't don't do it. Uh, or even people like myself who are amateurs, but doing it on a regular basis. Apart from don't, uh, what is the best piece of advice? Can I just can say? Do? I think uh, we are all amateurs. It's just that some of us get are paid. luckier ama- yeah. luckier amateurs than than other amateurs. And yeah, look, some of us amateurs get paid. Um, I think if you can be keen probably a cliche but you know get your foot in the door be keen be seen i've always said one of my my biggest advantages uh on on being a, a radio presenter is my availability so you know that's that's always kind of yeah. oh uh, yeah give give jace a ring he'll uh, he'll he'll come in and cover for you so yeah just just be around be available do anything it, it is it is an old cliche but yeah that's uh that's that's my no matter what kind of strand the broadcasting you want to go in go for it find the person who's in charge and say look any chance that i could come in have a look around get your face known and then then it's it's up to you to say the follow-up email follow-up phone call saying look thank you really interesting if ever you need any blah 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 and you can take it from there and, and when you started out were you banging on doors and doing that yeah i kind of was I, I got to know one of the, the 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 presenters local to me and started going in and helping out and um just just getting a foot in the door bit of american disco funk for your eighth choice jason from lip sync ah this is just now people will say this is cheesy disco and i'll I'll probably agree with them but it's just a great tune i remember when uh what would it be uh 1980 i'd be in my my teens and you'd be doing your homework in your bedroom and you'd have the radio on in the background obviously but i think it was something about the the dark nights where you were doing it with the lights on and you you know you got the radio on and i think it was just the the vocals on this with uh with the female vocal going won't you take me down <laughs> just just kind of cut through a bit for me don't and, give your day john and uh, oh, no, <laughs> uh that ship has sailed <laughs> but i think it's it's when it was playing again it was just something again just something that you hear once and it sticks and the more you hear it the the more it uh, it kind of cheers you up and uh, and you want to hear more a bit of everything that the strings the bass fantastic vocals love it you're yeah. with hospital radio Glamorgan. you're listening to music with my first love with my guest jason harold nice varied list and now a classic bit of reggae tell us about harry j and the all-stars ah, this is something that has been ingrained in me since i was taken to my first football game as a west bromwich albion fan by my dad when i was about seven years old and this is the song that they used to play before kickoff, and then it stopped for a while but i'm pleased to say it's back now and i think even if that it wasn't a song that i'd heard at a football ground it's still a song that or still a piece of music that i would love in my top 10 because again it's a very joyous sound and a lot of the, the the reggae music that came from the Caribbean in the late 60s and early 70s, they had that turn it up to distortion level, which I quite like. Yeah. But then you could also imagine the guy on the keyboard who is probably, he's probably sweating, sweating like he's never sweat <laughs> before to, to play play all the notes on the keyboard. But again, it just it just reminds me of, of that. Now, I know that a piece of Caribbean music, as it as it is, 
probably doesn't sit well in a rainy football ground, which is one of the highest in the country, in uh, in the industrial <laughs> belt of the West Midlands. But for some reason, it worked, and I, it still makes me smile when I hear it, wherever I hear it. choice to end with jason and that's lee marvin's <laughs> wandering star from paint your wagon uh yes i uh one of the greatest singers <laughs> well he was he, well he doesn't sing it at all does he he kind of mumbles his way through it but yeah i i think i remember sunday afternoons when there wasn't televised football wall to wall i think you had what three channels yeah. and you'd you'd have an old film on on one side or the other and nine times out of ten it would be a musical i remember when i was a kid they used to have these big busby barkley productions on there and you'd you'd probably get something like singing in the rain you'd get you'd get the wizard of oz at christmas or yeah. easter or both if you were unlucky but i i distinctly remember this and i wasn't really into westerns or or cowboy films because there weren't enough vehicles in it for me but i distinctly remember that that's why you like um minis isn't exactly it? <laughs> exactly it's like the why i like the italian job but the 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 scene where he's just sitting there like riding out of town it, it's it's just it, it is that old cliche and you know people i know and myself we've talked about this on the radio it's funny how when people burst into a song in the middle of a film how all the bystanders know the dance moves and <laughs> and the lyrics but all the guys who were in the wagons knew not only the words but it's it's for me it's for me it's also the the collective power of the human voice not at its very best because for that you you probably need to hear Handel's messiah yeah. something like that but but i love the collective power of the human voice i love hearing a choir and i think you where, where you've just got just got this choir and i know they've got american accents and you could that comes over in the vocals but not that that's a bad thing but I, I i prefer you know you can always hear that american twang sometimes but just just that power and it's a very soft kind of power and i think the contrast between that and and lee marvin's kind of well it's not really a vocal is it? No. it's more it's more like clearing your throat but but the it just it just sits brilliantly and i love the fact that like if if you weren't whistling to the liquidator you'd be listening whistling to wandering star while you're listening to this i used to watch these movies and wonder where the musicians were well they were obviously well that's why the wagons were covered isn't yeah. it they, they yeah. were they were undercover there yeah. you couldn't see them but yeah you still love what you're doing don't you i do i do yeah i uh, i always have and you know touch wood uh, i always will you, you have your ups and downs in in any form of uh, of employment no matter what you do mm. and there are there are days when you think oh, well that wasn't a, a really good day but they far outnumber the bad ones they really do but yeah hopefully uh, hopefully they'll they'll still say here sign this bit of paper we'd like you to to sit here for the next 12 months play play songs and just talk rubbish like you usually do you you keep that you keep that up son it's been good to meet you thanks for coming in, thank you for asking me andrew thank Pleasure. you it's been it's been great thank you very much You've been listening to Music Was My First Love on Radio Glamorgan, where radio broadcaster Jason Harold has been choosing ten of his favourite tracks. 
I'm Andrew Wolf, and join me again soon when I'll be joined by another guest who chooses their ten favourite tracks on another edition of Music Was My First Love. <laughs>